Alrighty, my lovely mommies, welcome back to another Messy Mom Bun Monday, episode five. Welcome. This is going to be a really fun episode. I have invited my bonus mom, Keely Childress Funk, because she has the coolest last name ever. She could not get rid of it, and we didn't want her to anyway. <laughs> right. Alrighty, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Miss Keely? Hi there. Hello, guys. Uh, I'm Keely Funk Childress. I just had to switch that around for oh, you. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am Courtney's bonus mom. I'm so lucky to have her and I'm uh, privileged to be here. Yay! So pumped. So we have so much tea to spill on all. I can't even give it away because if I say it in the very beginning, you guys are all going to be like, oh, um, I can't wait to listen. So I'm just, oh, I'm just so excited. So we have a few, <laughs> we have a couple of topics that we are going to spill the tea all over today. So the title of this podcast is going to be, it's never too late because it's never too late. Yes. And by the way, listeners, uh, Keely and I have something in common where we love to sing what we say. <laughs> <laughs> so you may be hearing quite a bit of singing today. Yes, um, it, make, it makes life fun. Yes, it does. It does. So first off, um, you might be wondering what that title means because my titles tend to have an underlining meaning and they're not exactly what they seem. Well, this title specifically is because Keely, you have been trying to conceive for how long now? Conceive a baby for how long? Well, I guess, I guess that question is kind of tricky because you know, your dad and I got married last September. Um, and it was an amazing we, wedding. <laughs> we we were kind of trying before that. Um, but I would say, I guess, that for a solid year. For a um, solid year. Nice. And maybe even before that. But right. to be safe, we'll just say a year and a half. Let's well, go with that. Right. So in a year and a half, because, oh, I'm sorry. That's all the time we have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's my <laughs> clock. In, that's my clock in the background. <laughs> um, so don't mind the miscellaneous objects in my home. Um, anyway, so you guys kind of, so really you've been trying for a year in a sense of like, you've been taking um, specific hormones and like the, uh, what, like what all is the process that you've had to go through in order to conceive? Well, so your dad um, was on synthetic testosterone to um, kind of when men get in their 40s and specifically men in the U.S., um, whether it be their diet or what have you, they have to go on testosterone. Their energy levels are low. Their sex drive is low. And your dad was no exception. And so he had to go on synthetic testosterone. He would get injections every month. And then he actually got the pellets, which last up to six months. And they inject them into your, into your butt. So, um, <laughs> Ooh, so, but, so really it was, um, it was on your dad's side that we were having the issues. But since I was approaching, you know, my mid thirties, um, we wanted to go ahead and get me checked out as well. Right. So we, uh, we met with my gynecologist and she scheduled an appointment with a fertility doctor. Um, and I did what, what is called an HSG. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, but it's basically, <laughs> um, it's a, basically an x-ray procedure they use to view the inside of the uterus and the fallopian tubes just to make sure that everything looks clear, everything looks good, um, there's no obstructions of any sort. 
So, um, and actually they say that that can increase your um, chances of pregnancy. It's very, it's, it's about a 20%, but it's just kind of, it's kind of flushes everything out, so to speak. Right, right. So and then at that point, I did that and your dad did a sperm count test and it came back inconclusive. So basically just none. He didn't um, and have that any, was due right. to the testosterone. So that was back in May of uh, this year. Right. And he decided um, he was due for another round of injections on, in July and he decided not to do it. And so they say uh, you have to wait three to six, or sorry, at least six months to a year in order for like your hormones to get back in balance and your testes to start producing that sperm again. Right. So that's what we were kind of waiting on. And in the meantime, we were, you know, um, this awesome app called Ovia, O-V-I-A, and it kind of tracks your fertile cycles and, you know, when is the best time for love making oh yeah um, so, <laughs> ew that's that my dad I, no I'm just kidding <laughs> right I'm, I'm sorry Chloe. no it's okay <laughs> but yeah We're I, all adults I, I feel like that is what did it um so Ovia is the way to go if, if anyone is looking for a good app awesome. to track that kind of stuff Yes, and then I know that uh, when it came to, because it's the age thing that your doctor was more worried about, because you're 36, aren't you? I'm, I'm 36, yes. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, they, they do schedule a little bit more um, sonograms because, you know, the risk of uh, miscarriage is a little bit higher. Um, you know, right. they want to make sure you're you know, you, you don't get any type of gestational diabetes, you know, your diet's good, you're getting plenty of rest, you know, all the things that you would do if you were pregnant in your 20s, but but just kind of keep a more mindful eye on, on the things that you're doing every day. Right, right. Well, and I know that with, uh, with you, it was it was kind of a toss up towards the end, right? Because you were telling me when I was in Texas um, that, uh, you were like, you know, if we have a baby, it's okay. But at this point, you know, I'm starting to get up there and I, I'm, I'm okay if we just are just going to be us. And then, you know, yeah. having your bonus kids, because not only are you my bonus mom, but I've got multiple brothers and sisters. So yes, we, so. I have, I'm so fortunate. I have two of each. So, uh, you and we got Jacob and Jeremy and Kaylee so yes and so so incredibly fortunate yes well and it's cool too because you know Jacob's got Kelly and Jeremy now just got engaged to Bridget and Kaylee just got engaged to Garrison so yeah, so you got all kinds all, of kids. all the love and, and I don't have to <laughs> and my husband to of course them or, or punish them or anything so right. they're <laughs> They're off and have their own lives, so it's, it's great. Yeah, exactly. We just sang together. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, a fun fact about Keely, too, is that her family is from Wales, and her mom has the coolest accent, and her dad, your dad's from Texas, right? He is Texas, born in Fort Worth. Yes, yeah, and so. you can tell, because this man, he's got a Texas accent. He yes. does a little bit, yeah. Yes, <laughs> and and I love it. Her parents are the sweetest, and I've, I've only met your brother once. Um, I don't know if that was the brother, because I know that you have a brother visiting right now from Montana. 
Um, but is that well, the same she, brother that came from? They're from actually New Mexico. So my, my sister-in-law, Cindy, who's wonderful, she is she is from Montana. So they went to visit her side oh. for, like, for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, I see. And you just have the one brother, right? I have two. Two. So I oh. have Josh. He's the oldest and he's married. Gosh, I'm his... the worst bonus kid ever. I didn't even know. It's, oh, it's that's totally horrible. <laughs> Let's keep up with And then I have um, the middle um, middle child was Nathan and he lives oh, in Fayetteville, Arkansas. We I met didn't Nathan. get to see him over Christmas. Yes. I met Nathan at the wedding. That's who I had met. Yes. And yes. he was in <laughs> he. And Wendy got to chatting and dancing a little bit. Yes, so he's that handsome. Was, that was kind of fun. And Wendy, <laughs> just so that you all know, she uh, used to be my bonus mom. So now, I mean, you know, she's still in our family, of course, because uh, it's a, it's a kind of sad, but definitely a better dynamic for the whole family that they are now apart because we love Keely and we love her whole family and we still love Wendy and we still love her whole family as well. I mean, they were married for like 25 Absolutely. years, so, or yeah. uh, like 23, I don't know. And it, it was a long time, but and now we're all friends, which makes everything so much easier and Yes. And it's really, really fantastic. Yeah. You know, and that's not something you guys never had to worry about the whole co-parenting thing, which is nice. Right. And now that right. you guys are having your own child, which you guys are even going to try for a second baby. Because yeah, we want it. We want to give the little one a, a sibling. You know, I think that's important, um, especially down the road. You know, when you're when you're dealing with aging parents and, you know, the brunt of it isn't isn't on that child, you know. Right. Um, well, and you know, it's kind of a buddy to hang out with, you know? Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that. I was like, you know, it's going to be tough because at that point, dad, you know, back when I, I was in, you know, the stone age, when I was in high school and junior high, you know, dad was young, you know, so he yeah. was, he was able to play games and go to all the events and like do all that stuff. And I'm sure you guys will have time to do that now, but you know, it's, it's a little bit tougher because uh, fun fact, my dad is going to be 50 next year i'm gonna make him a cake that's that's a coffin oh, no 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 he, he's got a he, he turns turned 47 in august so he's got he four. is such a liar no way we're just gonna put a pin in that because i think that's <laughs> bullshit <laughs> i'm just joking but yeah. yes by the time the kid graduates from high school he will be nearing his you know he will be in his 60s so that, 60s that yeah. will be interesting but honestly his his energy levels are or, I mean, oh, for those who don't know crazy. my dad, he's a big ass kid. <laughs> he really is. He's he really seriously. Is. He, he, he can't wait. Like, it's, oh, it's going to be so wonderful to, to watch and see. Well, and just so just so everybody knows, um, this is a happy story um, because Keely just announced on Christmas, and this is why we have finally been able to get her on the podcast because this is such an awesome subject, and I hope that it inspires a lot of women out there who are still trying, who are in their mid-30s, and even if they're young, that they're still trying because she conceived a sweet little muffin. I did. <laughs> You are due. When are you due? So I will be 14 weeks on Wednesday. So I am due July 1st. Ah! And we will find out on the 8th of January the the gender. We have we have a feeling it's a girl. So um, 
It better be we'll a girl. We'll be highly surprised if it's a boy, but obviously, either way, we'll, we'll be wonderful right. boy or girl. Right. Well, I mean, I already have three brothers, so... Because I have a brother on my, my other mom's side. I got... You know, I'll do a four... I'm doing my four-part series on my whole life so that this whole parenting thing makes <laughs> sense to everyone. I've got a big-ass family, family tree. tree yeah, I've got, like, 19 parents. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so... But, yes, we are... And all of us kids are so excited. And I definitely wanted to talk to you about, too, about how how you were feeling about telling all of us because I'm sure it was a little nerve wracking because all of us kids are in our twenties, you know, um, I'm the oldest. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, you never have to be sorry on this podcast, girl. Um, no, we, uh, I was saying that, uh, you know, I'm the oldest. And so, uh, I was the first one that you guys told, not because I'm the oldest, but because I just so happened to be in Texas shortly after you had found out. And I was so honored that you guys told me first. And I just remember, um, you guys being not nervous to tell me, but just, just nervous in general, not necessarily telling us kids, but nervous to just kind of like let the whole world know because people can be really judgmental. So like, why don't we like talk about that stuff about? Yeah. I mean, so let's see. I, I think I was seven weeks when we told you and I, yes, I was so excited. I wanted to just shout it from the rooftops, but your dad, you know, he was a little bit more reserved and, and wanted to wait until we at least, you know, went to the doctor, got a sonogram, heard the heartbeat. I think hearing the heartbeat for him was in for me. It was a big, big sigh of relief. And it was like, okay, this is, this is real, you know, right. it's not just a fleeting thing that, you know, um, so yeah, but it was, it was exciting to, sh- to share with everyone, but yeah, we definitely wanted to wait until we were at a safe point, um, right. to, sh- to share the big news. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, um, cause yeah, you, and I love that you always have questions for me because you know, I am the oldest. So like, I don't have an older sibling to, to ask questions about. And like, I also, my sister, um, is gay. So her and Garrison, if they do ever decide to get pregnant, um, never something that I've ever talked with her about, but I wouldn't be able to ask her questions about pregnancy and stuff. You know, I mean, the closest person I could ask is probably Kelly, my sister-in-law, Jacob's wife, because they had kids quite young, but you know, she had, she had so many problems and complications, um, that she had to be bedridden for a lot of it, that it was kind of like, I couldn't really compare our pregnancies because hers was so drastically different. And that's, that's something that is about this podcast too, that all pregnancies are different. And that's true. Everyone's, everyone's journey is, is different. Everybody, you know, is, yes, is handle, yeah. Let's talk about your journey. Like how, how have your, um, like, have you had any cravings? Are you getting nauseous? Like what's, what's been going I on? Honestly have been really lucky. The only thing that I can really complain about is just the tiredness. Um, and they say in your first trimester, it just, it just wipes you out. Like I would come oh, home after yeah. a day's work. And, you know, sometimes Scott would be home, sometimes he'd be working late, but I, I headed straight to the couch. I just, I was just knackered. I just, <laughs> I just knackered out of me. <laughs> She's from and, Wales, guys. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> but now that I'm, um, now that I'm in my second trimester, I, it's, it's crazy. It's like a, it's like a light switch. Um, that energy is slowly creeping back. I still try and get to bed, you know, relatively early, um, to get rest but but yeah it's not nearly as bad as it was but um, has the peppermint oil that i gave you been helping at all 
A little bit. I haven't really had to use it, thankfully. Um, your dad actually uses it more for his sinus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad. It's, it's on his uh, nightstand right now. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. Um, but And then also headaches. Headaches are um, something that I was a little concerned about, but the doctor says they're totally normal, obviously, because you have so many hormones going through your body. Oh, um, yeah. So, and those would get kind of nauseating, but yeah, I haven't puked once, so... Yeah, well, the, and okay, I know it is a wives' tale, but I think that's a good indication that it's a girl because I think with boys that you tend to get a lot more sick. But um, that's that's just what I've been told. So, well, as soon as as soon as I um, told my mom, she's like, "Well, I was, I was deathly ill with you." So that oh. goes to show it's different. It's different for everybody. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so exactly, it's so different and. I wanted to talk about too, cause, um, and we're not gonna say names or anything like that, um, but there was a point in time where after I had had my baby, we were all hanging out and you know, you had shared with me that like, it was kind of sad to sometimes talk about other people's kids, you know, and talk about not really my pregnancy and stuff because it was so new for me. And I'm not saying that you were like, oh, well don't talk about your baby because it makes me upset. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you're not that kind of person. But um, why don't we talk about the, you know, people would come up to you and be like, oh, you know, how many, are you guys going to have kids? Or like, oh, it's okay. You guys don't need to have kids because, you know, you're 30, you were 35 going into 36 at that point. Like, did you ever have anybody who commented like that, who was like, oh, well, you're too old to have kids anyway. Like stuff like that, especially with well, my dad being in his forties. I mean, I would definitely get some, um, you know, I mean, obviously my, my parents would love for me to have a child. And, and there was a point where we weren't sure if we were going to, you know, I was getting on an age and, and as well as Scott and, um, you know, if it didn't happen for us naturally, or, um, we, we decided that we were going to be okay with just, just it being the two of us, you know, and I say that and it, and it still would probably be hard thinking about, okay, well, this is going to, it's going to be a different life, you know? Right. Um, but now I guess we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, well, right. Cause right. We, got, Cause we got one coming. That ain't but, no um, edge of sketch but, girl. You're pregnant. You yeah. knocked up. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, there, there, I have a good friend that has always known that she doesn't want kids and, and that's perfectly fine. Everyone's different and everyone wants to lead a different life and that's perfectly okay. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, you know, I'd, I'd rather someone say, I don't want kids and not have kids. Because right. It's a big job. It's a huge job. It changes your life forever. Oh, and yeah. Everyone's entitled to, to live the life that they desire. So, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, let's talk about this too, because yes, it is so magical being pregnant. Not. Um, <laughs> it's fucking exhausting being pregnant. And that glow, everyone, just so you know, that's from puking all day. Or, well, not not for Keely. Her glow is just natural because she's the beautiful queen. Um, 
she was meant to be a mom. But no, really, you were meant to be a mom. You're such a wonderful person. You're such a sweet, you. sweet, sweet bonus mom. She's never, ever called us her stepchildren. Um, she's never been rude or hateful towards Wendy. She has been nothing but open and welcoming. Her family has been nothing but supportive. Um, and everyone has really um, embraced all of us childresses, which, you know, we, um, which I'm a potter now, but everyone has embraced us <laughs> on your side of the family. And it's just been so, so wonderful and so sweet. So it really has. It so, really has. I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for, you know, everyone always thinks, oh, you know, that you envision your life, but you know, it's a little bit different than how I envisioned, but honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, you're making my heart melt over here. Don't go breaking my heart. Sorry. Don't uh, go breaking my heart. See, I told you this was going to happen, you guys. Um, but we, uh, what I wanted to talk about, too, was uh, not only do us pregnant women have cravings and things like that, which I'm sure you're going to get into once you're in your honeymoon semester. That's what I call the second trimester because you're like, I'm not sporting Thanksgiving dinner anymore, you guys look I got a damn baby in here exactly. you I got a bump <laughs> you know you can start wearing the cute shirts and things like that um but the hardest thing I think for me was and I know it sounds horrible but the hardest thing for me was I couldn't drink and I yeah. hated that I couldn't drink not because um I'm an alcoholic at all. Not at that, but like, are you sure? No, I'm not are kidding. you sure? I'm a, I mean, um, mostly sure. <laughs> uh, no offense to any of the alcoholics out there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but we, uh, you know, I know for me that I was so nervous cause I had about, I had five miscarriages. So I was extremely scared to have any alcohol, but I didn't know I was pregnant. <laughs> Funny story and TMI, but I did conceive our son at their at my dad's bachelorette party or bachelor party sorry he's kind of coming in we could call it a bachelorette party um but uh it was funny because uh I had no idea so I had been drinking and I had been smoking cigarettes and smoking weed and all that good stuff because that's you know what I did and uh the second I found out I was pregnant I was eight weeks and I quit smoking cigarettes cold turkey obviously um no offense to the women who don't because at the end of the day it's up to your doctor some women who I mean I was smoking a pack a day for 10 years um which is gross but uh for other women it is not that easy to quit and it's almost bad for them to quit cold turkey like that uh my doctor told me to cut down to two cigarettes a day but I just I just stopped it was not hard for me um and as far as the alcohol I was so scared to drink any alcohol because I drank so much be not knowing that I was pregnant and I, and I wasn't like like Keely you've had like some champagne like a not even a lot I wouldn't even call it drinking for you because my dad is so strict um but like for me I was drinking like tequila and then I was like oh shit I've been pregnant I should not drink anything at all this baby has had enough you know so um we should talk about that like how um how has it been I know it sucks and for any woman who's like oh my gosh it's so magical it was not hard for me I mean good for you but that is not (laughs) that's not how most women are but you know I mean yes definitely am missing the wine you know it it, it was difficult I'm gonna just come out and say it. it yeah, was be honest. Giving that up because, you know, I would come home from work, you know, we'd be cooking dinner and we'd 
be pouring wine or I'd make, I love vodka tonics. So yes, dirty water, a nice drink after work. And, and, you know, or like after church on Sunday, we go out and have mimosas and it was just something that was, you know, part of my normal every day or maybe not every day, but well, um, and it's okay so if it's it, every day. It was, it was, it was kind of difficult to give that up and I'm not going to lie, but now, you know, it's been several, it's been a couple months and it's kind of out of my system and I certainly don't miss the hangovers. So that's oh, good. I bet. Um, yeah. But I, uh, I can only imagine because, you know, I feel like in my twenties, it's not as big of a deal because I didn't really, I, you know, when I would drink, it would be because, you know, I'm going out and I'm drinking to get drunk. I'm not just like, right. you know, and sometimes I would drink because it tasted good, you know, every once in a while. And I loved to, um, cook with alcohol, um, like with wine. I was a big wine person. Um, right. and it's crazy. Cause after I had the baby, I thought I was going to crave the only thing that I wanted was a margarita after I gave birth. But of course I couldn't because I was breastfeeding. Ugh. Right. <laughs> yeah, There's always that too. You know, it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not pregnant anymore. Well, if you plan on breastfeeding, you know, and yeah. I've already talked about this with my husband is, uh, the fact that he's like, ah, I don't know about this pumping and dumping thing. So, Oh I yeah. Need a, I need a, I need to read more about that, but well, you should, <laughs> you should. I'm going to want a glass of wine. Well, you know? I wish that he would have read more up on it. Cause I'm not going to lie when y'all were out visiting me and everybody was ganging up on me, which it probably seemed like you were all helping, but it was making me ball my eyes out in the corner because I'm like, everyone is bashing me because I want to have one drink. And they're like, Oh, you got a pump and dump. And I'm like, no, I don't. I can have four ounces of wine and not dump my whole load because that shit is liquid gold. And no, gold, yep. <laughs> and you know, my husband understood, and he's like, "Well, if you're gonna drink like a few glasses of wine, then absolutely you need to pump and dump." And I completely agree with that because you know, not drinking for almost a year. I mean, it's gonna, that's gonna hit you real hard, even if you just oh, have yeah. <laughs> two glasses of wine. So if you're feeling intoxicated, you should definitely pump and dump. Um, or you should pump and then drink. That's what I started doing. So just for your, if you do decide to breastfeed, um, definitely pump and then drink <laughs> because yes, that yes. shit sucks. <laughs> but um, honestly, that is, that is something I look forward to is breastfeeding kind of that, uh, that bonding experience. Yes. You know, oh, I'm sure. Really so, yeah. so you've decided that your plan is you do want to breastfeed if you can. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, my mom was an RN for 40 years and she's always, always said how, you know, how good it is for the baby and, Right. You know, me being a new mom, I kind of want to do everything I can just to to make sure and protect that little, that little nugget. sweet little nugget. Yes. And okay, <laughs> I don't know. Are you guys going to give the baby the two last names? Is it going to be Funk Childress or is it just going to be Childress? It's just going to be Childress. Yeah. That's We're, cool. You know, the kid... The kid will already have, you know, first, middle, last name. So we'll just, we'll just keep it at children. It's not going to yeah. be like me with like fucking three hyphenated names in, <laughs> yeah. in elementary school. Yeah, oh. What is your name now exactly? Well, now, <laughs> before, okay. So before when I was a kid, I was so nervous about hurting people's feelings. Um, like my parents' feelings that I would tell my teachers, like I would sign my papers 
Courtney Marie Hunter Childress Colby. That because Colby, where does Colby come from? Colby is my is my dad Eric's name. So oh, uh, I see. Okay. Yes. So Eric was the only dad that I knew for you know for a while, and then I was introduced to Scott and Wendy, and because my mom's. My name on my birth certificate is Courtney Marie Hunter, and that's my mom's maiden name. And I'm like, well, no one else is Hunter. I don't, except for my grandma Betty. Um, and I'm like, why am I the only one that's a Hunter? So I just thought it, <laughs> I didn't realize that it had anything to do with like legal stuff. And it didn't for uh, like, cause even when I'd go to the doctor, I'm like, my name's Courtney Marie Hunter Childress Colby. And they're like, what? And my mom's like, no, no, that's not her name. Like that's, <laughs> Her name's Courtney Marie Hunter. And I'm just like, no, mom, I have three last names because I have four parents. And so <laughs> so it was kind of a funny game. So I was wondering if you guys were going to hyphenate the baby's name because I love your last name. Funk is like the coolest fucking name I, ever. I always knew that when I got married, I would have to keep Funk just because, you know, you can't get rid of Funk. Come on. Because we got the Funk. We got it. We got that funk. Oh, sorry. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, honestly, um, is there any, okay, and this is kind of personal, but is there anything that, like, you and my dad have, like, disagreed on as far as, like, you're pregnant? So I know that you wanted to, like, get your hair highlighted. And I know that was kind of, like, uh, I don't think you can do that. So, like, will you go into that? I mean, it's not. Yeah, I mean kind of going back to the whole drinking thing you know uh your dad has you know in for good reason has kind of a zero tolerance policy on those type of things you Uh, know he's like yeah and he's very he has a lot of willpower so when it so he actually stopped that's an understatement Um, oh he did he did oh wow that's cool you know he he wants to support me and you know since i can't drink he's not going to drink he doesn't want me to be sitting there and him guzzling a beer and feeling a certain way so he's wonderful Aww, in that regard. kudos but, to you um, dad that's fucking awesome we before i did go see the doctor you know i he was allowing me or i say that he was allowing me but i was, well it's his baby too so a, that's a fair little, you know two ounces of wine like every other night or like once or twice a week but then we went to the doctor and you know since i am what they consider a geriatric pregnancy yeah she said absolutely no alcohol and even no caffeine for the first 14 weeks so no alcohol at all oh she no did, caffeine. she did say you know if it's a celebration you can toast with a little bit of something but um so f- from there on out and that was at my um eight week appointment I just oh. said, you know, that's fine. Yeah. So I haven't had not even a drop. Um, wow. That's amazing. You know, high five for me. High five for you. Then, <laughs> yeah. The, the hair, uh, I, I was reading that you are, you know, normally with highlighting, you're not, the main thing is not getting it on your scalp because that, you know, it kind of can, those chemicals can seep through and that's the main thing that they're concerned about. Um, but with highlighting, you don't really touch the scalp. Right. Um, and there's a lot of uh, products out there now that are a lot more natural and don't have as many fumes, what have you. Well, they don't have as like, many chemicals, like harsh chemicals. Like they have harsh, bleach right. made out of shea butter and coconut oil, scrub stuff. And um, yeah, have you actually been sensitive to any smells? Like, 
You know, yeah, I, you know, I have always heard like, oh man, your, your nose is like super potent. Everything is. Oh yeah. But I haven't really, no, I haven't, honestly. That is crazy. See, and this is why I told Keely when she told me, I was like, you were built for pregnancy. Like she, I will post a link if you allow me to, to like, um, her Facebook, if you, if any of you moms out there want to private message her and just ask her, um, about the geriatric pregnancy, because I know it's a very difficult thing for women to hear because when you're in your thirties, you don't feel like you're old. Like 30 is not 36 is not old. And so that can be kind of like a, almost like a discouraging term, the geriatric pregnancy. But I think at this point in this age, it's a lot, I, I want to say, like, it's so much more researched, and if you're careful and you're consistent with, you know, the hormones that you're taking, and, you know, I know that you were taking, you were taking prenatals for, like, two years, weren't you? Yeah, and I think that's why I didn't have um, the, the nausea, is because I really kind of built up that tolerance, and I honestly, I take the smart gummies, and I can um share the exact ones that i take but they're actually delicious and they have never ever uh caused me to be sick at all so oh maybe that's why well and that could definitely be why because i know that um when i was i had to stop taking the prenatals um at i want to say it was like four or five months because i was puking all the time oh Oh, it was horrible but xander started out as a twin so that's why i was like overly sick in the beginning it calmed down once i hit my second trimester which um i will again be discussing more about my pregnancy and the things i went through um here coming up in the new year do you guys have any fun yes i'm um yes i'm gonna be having a four-part series here in january so i'm not gonna be interviewing anybody but myself me myself and i or however that song goes um (laughs) um but yes and you know i'm gonna ask a very personal question too because i'll finish this part of the subject which is um the fact that I really did think that you were built for pregnancy because of just the way that like, I don't know, you're just your attitude. You're a very calm person, but you're very fun, you know, too. But most of the time you're very chill. Like you're super down to earth. And I'm like, man, she would handle pregnancy like a champ. And especially because you were dedicated to getting pregnant for like two, well, two years on the prenatals and then a full year of like, okay, I am doing everything pretty much by the book because you were still drinking, which they recommend you not to drink, but you know what? Right. We're not going to do that. Your body. Right. If you were. Yes. Well, and you were so dedicated that I was like, Oh, pregnancy is going to be no problem for her. She's already been doing (laughs) this for so long. Like, you know? Um, and I know that it was hard for you to hear that like, Oh, well, yeah, you know, it's a geriatric pregnancy because you're older and you're, you're considered old to be pregnant. And you're just like, Oh, I am not old. (laughs) I certainly don't feel old. You're not sure. old. And by the way, this woman looks like she's in her 20s. So <laughs> I'm just going to let you know. Um, but Thank what you. I, but yes. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> but what I also wanted to talk about, because I know that having multiple families, because you are my second bonus mom. Well, my third now, because funny story, my my dad, Eric, and my mom, Sandy, actually divorced as well and got remarried. So I got fucking parents everywhere. Um, so <laughs> I got bonus parents for days. Um, so how was it 
telling Wendy about the pregnancy? Well, I, Scott actually called Wendy, um, and, and told her, um, and I, I really wasn't nervous just because we have, we have talked about it before and, you know, she knew that I wanted to be a mom and, um, and she loves, you know, she loves babies. She loves her kids and she knows how important that, that is to a woman. And, um, so Scott ended up telling her just, Oh yeah, she was the first one, um, right? get the how to get the kids prepped and telling the kids and kind of the right way to do that and um and so she was wonderful about it that's awesome it wasn't, yeah it wasn't hard at all well and I couldn't imagine her being sour about it I mean you guys have been together for um three years have you guys been together for three years it'll be yeah uh it'll like three and a half yeah and you've we been married of... for one and some change right 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 yes, yes. So nine twenty two eighteen. Nine twenty two eighteen. And I conceived the day before that. <laughs> Which <Yeah>. funny <laughs> funny story because her due date is July first. And my initial due date was July first. And then when I had my um I wanna say it was like ten week ultrasound and we found out that Alexander had um disappearing fetus syndrome, so the twin had absorbed into him. Um he uh, well, so <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just the funniest part of this whole story. <laughs> <laughs> um, literally it was just, I don't know. It was just really crazy for me to have to tell everybody that we were pregnant. Like we didn't want to tell anyone that we were pregnant because we had lost our baby right before then. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I can't imagine what it would be like to have to tell someone who I had been married to for like 20 plus years and be like, oh, well, you know, we're having another baby and we don't want you to feel left out because you got, you guys hang out. Like you guys are like friends, right? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we, I saw her uh, earlier this week. We all went to a comedy club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And, and I just, oh, I just love that. And, um, on the due date thing, I, um, my new due date was July 3rd. So I thought it was so funny when you're like, oh yeah, my, my due date's July 1st. I was like, oh, that was my due date. So we're like, that is a popular date. Right. Everyone just wants to do the dirty whenever it's, you know, September because there's no real crazy holidays and they think that they're safe, but they're not. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. But yes. So another thing that I wanted to ask was if you had any advice for any women who are not only trying to conceive who, whether they're in their twenties or in their geatric, right? That's what it's called. Geatric pregnancy. Geriatric. Geriatric. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Geriatric pregnancy. (laughs) Um, Did you have any advice for anyone who's actually still currently trying I would say, you know, I mean, I don't want to get all religious here, but I mean, just have some faith, you know, that everything's going to work out and it is going to work out when you least expect it. Like when we, you know, we, we took that pregnancy test and we're just like, yep, yeah, it's going to be negative. And, and, you know, there you go. It's, it's positive. And we were shocked. I mean, ah! Scott what wasn't too shocked because he, you know, he, uh, he, I don't know. He just has a lot more more faith than I do. But um, 
I, I would say just just kind of let go and let God, honestly. I mean, not to be too too preachy or anything. No, like that, you can but... be religious. I mean, this is this is your episode. And if that is what helped you, then who knows? There's plenty of people out there who are solely on like you know, just like you. They don't have the money to do the in vitro. I mean, in vitro is tens of thousands of dollars oh, and it doesn't I mean, even work all the time. It doesn't, and, um, you know, insurance always doesn't cover it. And, yeah, it, it could be upwards of, like, 30 grand, and that's just not something that we were prepared to go for. through. Yeah, no um, way. So. so so, you're saying that, you know, for these women, that you really relied on your faith, that, you know, if this was meant to be, then God will, then God will have his hand and he will, you know, help us conceive a child. Right. And just, and just not worrying so much and kind of, you know, life, whether it be meeting your future spouse or getting that job, it's like life is what happens when you least expect it. And that is like what happened in this case, honestly. Oh, I love that. And on that, I am so okay. We should end on that because that is so awesome. And (laughs) for every every woman who's listening remember the key points in this were not every pregnancy is the same and it doesn't matter what age you are if you were meant to have a baby you'll have a baby and that doesn't mean just because you didn't have a child grow inside of you that you are not going to be a wonderful mother there is adoption i know that you and my dad you guys didn't really talk about adoption right you guys didn't yeah that kind of you know, I, I thought about it and it, it would, you know, I commend, I certainly commend people that are able to do that. Um, I don't feel like that was really in the cards for us. I'm not going to say we were totally against it. Um, right. but I, I did, you know, I did want to have my, my own or, you know, at least try first. Well, and there's nothing wrong with having your own. And that's another thing. This podcast is definitely normalizing the fact that it's okay that you want to have your very own baby. It's okay to not want to adopt. And I know that there's such a stigma on women. And I know I said I was about to end the podcast, but we're just going to talk about this subject real quick. Um, That, you know, it's okay that there's, I mean, yes, there are kids in the system. There are lots of kids in foster care. And yes, there are lots of kids that would benefit from being adopted, but only, please only adopt a kid if you are willing to take care of that kid not because you not because you know oh well society is gonna get mad at me if i keep trying to have a baby so i'm just gonna adopt you know and the state will pay for me to do it anyway like that is not what you should do to adopt um and personally i think adoption is wonderful i don't know if i am suited for adoption um especially only having my one one son um, just like you were saying, it was like something that you guys maybe talked about, but we're kind of like, well, I don't really know. Cause I know Wendy and Scott had talked. I know that you don't know this or maybe you do, but Wendy and Scott, when we were very young, had, uh, sat us all down in their bedroom, all on top of their bed and had asked us what we thought if we adopted a baby. And oh, we were wow. like, we were like, oh yeah, we would let, you know, cause we were a big family. We, we would. We were all about it. Um, it never happened. I think it the was more just... The mayor. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think it was a fleeting thought, but, you know, I know that was something that they had talked about because Wendy couldn't have kids anymore. Um, and uh, 
dad was all about it. But again, they were still, I believe, in their either their late 20s or their early 30s. Um, and for you guys, I mean, I can't say that adoption wouldn't be amazing, but I cannot say that I would give up me being pregnant and actually getting to carry my baby full term was anything less than incredible. It was very hard, but it was an experience that I could not get from adopting a baby. Yeah. And I think that's maybe where you're coming from, right? Like, is I, yeah, I've always dreamed about being pregnant and I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be truthful in the fact that it, the first uh, couple months were really hard mentally as well. Just kind of, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm pregnant. Like, my, you know, my boobs are gonna get and, huge. And I'm like, just change, changing kind of your routine and how you normally do things, and how are we gonna afford a baby? Like, oh my gosh, like we, we're just renting right now. Just trying to make all these plans and, and kind of feeling a little. Um, like you, you just, can't do it. Just but, overwhelmed. Um, oh yeah, overwhelmed. That's thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, you're welcome. And pregnancy brain is a real thing, by the way. <laughs> oh, pregnancy brain is real, and it and it gets even mushier after the baby comes out. They just take all the smart out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my sister-in-law yesterday, and she's like, "Yep, it continues even after the baby is." Oh, it's well, so now, much worse. Nephew- 10 years old so <laughs> she's like in my you feel a whole lot better <laughs> my baby's 10 is like shit your baby your baby's not i mean they'll always be babies to us i mean as xander gets older which he's got three teeth and he says dad dad now and he's only six months old i'm like what the fuck if you could just like chill out on the growing up that would be cool yeah <laughs> he's crawling yeah like all i That's can what i hear yeah, the all... days are long, but the years are very fast. Oh or yeah, half half a year in your instance. Well, just just wait, because when you have, and I'm sure all these moms will agree with me on this one thing, is that your hours turn into weeks, your weeks turn into months, and your months turn into years like that. Like it's yeah. like your days aren't even days anymore because you blink and you're like, what day is it? Fuck. you know because you have all the appointments and the baby stuff and it's just uh, you get caught up in how beautiful this baby is that you just like you made him i look at alexander and i cry all the time i know i'm a little pussy i imagine that's exactly what i I will be doing i yeah i mean because you look at them and you're like i cannot believe that i created you i mean from nothing from an atom from a little spermie little soldier you know and it's amazing and i'm so excited for you to experience that and i know that um everybody on this podcast is praying and hoping for you and even if you don't believe in god that is totally okay it is up to you that's a personal thing but whether you believe in the universe god a rock whatever um you know we're all gonna be crossing our fingers and praying for you and hoping that this pregnancy is just smooth sailing and that everything just goes well. And we're so excited to find out the sex because you have only a few days, right? Yes. Uh, nine days left. Nine so, days. Uh, yeah. oh, do you want to tell everybody <laughs> what you are planning on for the names for the boy and the girl? Or are you keeping that a secret? Uh, no, we can. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, I've heard a lot of people switch it up at the last minute. They see the baby and they're like, no, that just doesn't suit them. But as of right now, we have um, Olivia picked out for the girl. 
and Hudson for the boy. Oh, well, that's so awesome. And again, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. I absolutely loved our time. Is there anything else that you would like to say as far as words of encouragement or just like in general that you want to let everybody know? I just want to say that I'm so proud of you, Courtney. And I think it's awesome that you're you're Aww. using this platform to, um, you know, just tell different stories because everyone's story is different. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's just wonderful that you're using this time to, to share, to share this with people. Oh, oh you're going to make me cry on my podcast. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no need for tears, my dear. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show. And thank you, everybody, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Messy Mom Bun Monday is now officially, as of today, on iTunes. I'm going to link the uh, uh, description in the description below. I'm going to link everything down there. It is on Spotify, Google Play, and all of the good stuff. Someone did just knock on my door, so if y'all heard that, I apologize. And I hope that you all have a fabulous Monday, and I cannot wait to hear from you next week. I will be having a giveaway. It's 2020! It's 2020! Yes, the next time that I hear from you, it will be the new year, and I will be having a giveaway with my Messy Mom Bun Monday beanies. And um, I am just so excited to see what 2020 brings for this podcast. So with all that being said, I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning into a Messy Mom Bun Monday, and have a fabulous day.